Are you happy? Hello, everyone. This is Dr. J with another Partners in Marriage podcast. And always, it's good to have you on board with us as we maneuver our way, meander our way sometimes through some of the difficulties of life and hoping to help those of you who want a healthy, happier marriage to reach that goal. And for those of you who are considering being engaged or getting engaged, you ought to join us in one of our workshops as well, or maybe even go online at www.partnersinmarriage.com. Check out the information on our website, and I believe it will be a blessing to you. Again, that's www.partnersinmarriage.com. So, happy. Everybody is looking for happy. Believe it or not, we don't enjoy things if we're not happy. That's why we get bored. That's why we leave. That's why we break up. That's why we disengage. That's why we, whatever we do. Because by far the most common thing that we all have in common is happy. It's common, but it's hard to find. There's been reports done by people who understand this. And I want to share something with you. Uh, when you look at this report, and I want to get the definition of it to in just a moment, but on average, uh, when this report was done, it was done over 30 different countries. On average, two in three adults, 67% reported being happy. Now, 15% was, they were very much happy. 52% rather so happy. Now, the countries with the highest rate of happiness percentage of people, believe it or not, India, 39%, Australia, 30%, Saudi Arabia, 29%. So where does America fall? We're right in the middle of the pack, basically. America now ranks 16th of the happiest countries in the world, lagging behind Ireland and Germany and Canada. Uh, the last report, it was 19th. But now, can you imagine with all of the resources and all the benefits and all of the technology, we are only at the middle of the pack of 30 countries. And as I look at India being one of the happy, or the happiest country, uh, with, with all the poverty and the different things they're dealing with, they can find happiness more so than we can with all of our extra toys that we play with. I find that amazing. But notice this also, the measuring of this. Now, you have to keep in mind that when you ask about happiness, this is self-reporting. You ask someone about it and you give them a scale. And the scale was uh, one if you're not happy at all, six if you are extremely happy, and a score of four generally means the people are satisfied. So they use that as a base to say, okay, this is how we're going to measure happiness, four or above. But four represents what we call a good, happy people, but not the happiest. But the, so if we look at that, the five keys to happiness. Now, let's break those down. And we're also going to talk about how to get happy, find happiness, be happy. Okay. But the five keys to happiness is a positive emotion. Now, that doesn't mean that you put on a happy face and, and put a toothpicks in the corner of your mouth and start smiling or telling everybody, yeah, I got it made. I'm okay. 
No, it really means that you can identify with the issues of life, take on a positive emotion and say, hey, you know what? It's tough today, but tomorrow's another day. Okay, positive emotions. It's like getting on in a rodeo and getting on a bull, a wild bull called life. You may throw me off today, but I'm coming back tomorrow. <laughs> That's what I mean. So the five keys. Number one, a positive, positive emotions. The second one I find is interesting as well. We talk about this on the regular. Engagement. And that's about involvement in activities that require your energy, that requires your creativity, that requires commitment. Now, all that comes about because when you start talking about engaging yourself, that means you're putting in the real you. You're getting involved and you're committing to something that's bigger than the the fact of, okay, uh, let somebody just handle this. You are truly connected to it. So being engaged in the activity, being engaged in the conversation, being engaged in whatever you're doing with your spouse, with your children, with the people on the job, being happy. That's it. Okay. Now, number three, one of my favorites, and I love talking about this, relationships. Got to have relationships. Uh, be, in the very beginning, when God created man, we see that he called himself God when he created the things. But when he introduced himself to man, he was the Lord God. And that Lord means to have a relationship. He wanted to have a relationship with man. So every day, in the cool of the day, Adam met God for a relationship. And then God created or expanded that relationship from himself to a woman, home. You see what I'm saying? So relationships. And this is why I say when you, say, when you start dealing with relationships, you want to make sure that you have these in your marriage. You got to be friends first, friendship. And, and then from friendship, you must have fellowship. Now, I've talked about all of these on the podcast before. Look it up, all the detail, have fun with them. Uh, I'm not going through all of those today. I just want to give you the idea back again. Other people are seeing this. They're, they're testing it around the world. They're questioning people from 30 different countries. And they're saying relationships, engagement. They are saying positive emotions. We're saying that. From friendship to fellowship to partnership to companionship. Those are the relationships you're going to have to have. You just can't get married and not be friends and not have a fellowship. you got to have all of this. So they're saying that the essence of happiness has to do with people who are definitely having a positive emotions about their life. They're not fixing up uh, actors' faces for a particular engagement with other people. They really understand. Hey, look... Tough moment today, getting better. Engagement, we get it. Involving yourself in the activity, putting your energy into it, using your creativity, uh, teaching commitment, holding on to what you said you're going to do, fulfilling your promise, keeping your word. Yeah, that's what it means. And number four, meaning. Life has to make sense. Meaning, why do you want to get married? Why are you married? 
Why do you want to be engaged? Why do you want to be a part of that? Where does it go? What are the core values that you have established in your home? That's what we're talking about. When you start saying to somebody, uh, will you be my whatever that is? Then you've got to make sure meaning. What is behind, what's behind that? What are the core values that make what we're doing better than you being at your location and me being at mine? It's got to be better when we come together or there's no real meaning behind it. And number five, achievement. Teamwork makes the dream work. You've heard that before. Teamwork makes the dream work. Achievement. When you are partners, and I love this, the partnership, when you get together and decide, I'm going to make sure that you are successful. And he or she is saying, I'm going to make sure that you are successful. I'm here to serve you in this capacity that you will be successful. Now, the Mayo Clinic completed a survey or a kind of uh, purpose paper, if you will, that gave the seven tips to a happier life. This is great. How do you achieve, achieve happiness? Well, you got to know first and foremost, your energy. You've got to have a, a way to manage your energy. If you're not able to manage your energy, and that has to do with everything from paying attention to uh, the way that you sleep, uh, what's happening with you around the energy level of day throughout the day? Are you being depleted by something that's controlling you? Are there activities that suck life out of you? People huh, that suck life out of you. Are you taking some kind of medication under some stress? Uh, age is becoming an issue now. What are these factors? You've got to learn to manage your energy. Now, once you get those things taken care of and you can label it out, make some sense with it, don't just pretend that, okay, all I need is a nap. You might be seeing some issues that's coming up that has now become a part of your new life because you moved to another age level and you've got to get some more help with energy or with the kinds of food you eat. This is what we're talking about, number one. You might need to see your doctor about that. And then, Number one, a well-balanced, healthy diet. That's the core of well-being. Eating properly, not only the amounts of fruits and vegetables and lean protein, uh, and stay away from a whole lot of dairy, but make sure it's low-fat, whole grain things. And finding out uh, those kinds of foods helps you out in tr tremendously. Uh, stay away from all of the snacking that that stuff that uh that you can find in a bag that can sit on the counter uh in in a can for months and nothing changes uh try your best to leave it on the counter in the bag in the store and never bring it home okay number 2 you got to get 7 to 8 hours of sleep per night you got to figure this thing out sleep deprivation can be the perpetual situation that's getting so serious that it is affecting your health. Now, whether it's a negative situation that we talked about earlier, whatever is zapping you so you're not able to rest at night, observe your pattern. See what's happening with it. Take note of how much sleep you're getting and where is it lacking. What are you thinking about during the daytime that's stressing you out? 
pay attention to these things and then start creating a more relaxed relaxing and restful environment. Get your bedroom right so that the lighting is good. The bed, the bed is nice and clean and uh, it, things that makes it make it comfortable. Uh, get you some lavender and spray it on the pillow or get you some kind of diffuser to get the place, the room right. Shut down all of this entertainment, uh, especially anything to do with technology, about 30 to 45 minutes before you go to bed. If you're going to do anything, read a book, something that is just relaxing. <laughs> Let me hurry, but I don't need to hurry. Next, keep good company. Keep company with good people. Good company is around good people. Uh, you need to maximize the amount of time you spend with people and, and then enjoy the connection you have with them. You see, people can either become a negative influence or a positive influence. If they can get your energy level up, the kind of people you need to be around. Not those who talk all the time, you can't say anything. They drain you. People who just look and every time you say something is negative, they drain you. Try to uh, limit the amount of time you're around them. That would help you. Number four, avoid the news overdose. Don't get hooked on the news so much so that you have to turn it on all the time. Unfortunately, I'm telling you, the news now is filled with stories of suffering and um, you name it. It's one thing behind the other. And it seemed like the more they can talk about it, the more rate, the higher the ratings will go. But for us, it's the, the best thing you, you can do is limit the amount of time you listen to the news and how much you can take in. Because that can affect your happiness. Number five, get regular exercise. Exercise should be a part of your daily routine. About 150 minutes each week is going to be what they call the average. And this is from the Mayo Clinic. And they said that 150 minutes a week is going to help you become better. Exercise helps relieve stress and tension. Uh, I, I have a brother. He enjoys cutting his grass. That's his place of relieving stress and tension. So some of you may find that you like doing something that is physical. That other folks are saying, I don't want to do that. But if it strengthens your muscles, boosts your endurance, and helps you uh, in the physical task of accomplishing something, which is one of the goals we want to make sure you understand. Do something. Number six, do something meaningful every day. Every day, do something meaningful. I don't get from cooking a meal to writing a song to sending texts to people to in, uh, helping someone who doesn't have pouring into someone's life, writing a, a card and putting it in the mail to someone to tell them how much you appreciate them. Do something meaningful every day. And then number seven, think good thoughts for other people. You maintain a compassionate mindset if you can, and you can conserve your energy if you can think good thoughts. George Meyer said this, and I love it. Think about what you think about. Let me try that again. Think about what you think about. If your thinking is stinking, then you will produce stinking activities. But if you're thinking is good and positive and wholesome, 
then you'll start to do positive and wholesome things. That's what we're saying today. So if you want to find happiness, start there. Hey, remember, marriage is not a destination, but it is a journey of love. Take care.